You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. Welcome. CarCast. We tell you all that's going on in the automotive world and then talk shit as well. Man, Carl, it's Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea over there. How are you? I'm good. I'm moving. I'm working on my house. I'm running around. I'm orchestrating and trying to stay ahead of the game and uh, trying not to let shit happen that I say don't don't want to happen that happens anyway and uh, a lot of that yeah a lot of that um and uh and then physically moving and just trying to like you know i <clears throat> there's something that goes on and it is a a fixed part of our life it is a it is a it is a dead nuts part of our life and I don't know why it I don't know why it has to be but it but it must be. And I'll uh I'll tell you this. I'll I'll and and I'll let everybody uh Max Pata you can uh weigh in on this, Kalen, you can weigh in on it. I think we all know the people who you could you if you wanted to make a roster of people who would do this and people who wouldn't do it, no one would argue about who wouldn't do it. Um I got guys, they're they're young guys, they're good guys. They're the sons of a lot of the guys that are like working with me, you know, doing the drywall and painting and everything like that. And uh they got the dually and they got the van and they're moving from one house to the next house. Yeah. And Here's how I'm wired, and I'm wired this way in a nutty way, but I don't look. There's a wiring where it's like, oh, look at Howard Hughes. He's wearing Kleenex boxes for slippers, and he's urinating <laughs> in mason jars. Like, that's not my wiring. My wiring is a make sense wiring, and I'm paying you to make sense, but I shouldn't even bring it up. I shouldn't have to bring it up, but I will bring it up, which is I got guys moving a whole bunch of shit from one house to the next house. The houses, uh, the furniture and whatnot with the kids is inevitably the sofas are filled with Cheerios and, and saltines and crumbs and the yeah. underside of the sofas, cobwebs and dust bunnies. And the underside, you know, you got the console that sits in front of the TV with all the game stuff in it. But the underside of it's going to be the cobwebs and the dust bunnies and the whatever. My edict. And I've said it nine times and there is no amount of times you can say it. That's the other thing. Like, I'm like, listen to me. This stuff's going to go from one house to the other. You guys, it's in the back of the dually. It's three feet off the ground. You're unloading it. Everything gets wiped down. Mm -hmm. All the bottoms of the legs. I don't want the leg. I have a newly finished hardwood floor. I don't want the legs with the shit or the schmutz or whatever on the sofa. I don't want it on my new floor. I don't want any thing brought in i don't want cobwebs brought in i mean every single thing as you take it off the truck gets thoroughly wiped down here's some rags here's some microfiber rags here's some windex you know here's some whatever just just give it all take your time and all the right, cavity, nothing nutty yet all the, right. <laughs> it's never and by the way 
There is no gear where I ever go by and somebody's like wiping something down. I go, come on, man. You've been wiping that down for 10 minutes. Get in the house. No, no, no. I've never said that. I've never said like what's taking so long. But I've, I, I say, take your time. Wipe it all down. I don't want it inside the house if it's got cobwebs or dust bunnies or it's a sofa filled with crumbs. Take a vacuum. Vacuum it off. Yep. Wipe it down. Then bring it in the house. That's it. Said about nine times yesterday, there's three of them. They're all carrying the big console and they're like walking through the living room with it. And I see this big like spider web hanging underneath it. That's all filled with dust. You know, and it's like it's like a hammock for dust. And they're all they're all just holding it up at like waist height. And they're like walking. And I'm just walking this big hammock of dust going through. And I go, hey, what's what's going on? Oh, yeah. OK, yeah, we'll get that. We'll get that. And it's like. Why is that? I, why is that a bridge too far? Like, why is that undoable? Why? Why? I, I, I know. Oh, Adam, you're nuts. Adam, you got a prom. Adam, you got fucking Asperger. Really? Really? Just here's all that you need. Take all the time you like. Wipe the shit out of everything. Please don't make me open a drawer and find a bunch of shit and dust and whatever. Please don't let me see a bunch of stuff hanging down from under the sofa. Or We're not going to get another shot at it. It's all chest height now. Yeah. It's outdoors. Wipe it all down. You get paid by the hour. And then... And only then bring it into the house. Why is that impossible? <laughs> Why? What? Is, but but it is apparently it's impossible. It's impossible for people around here. It's impossible for those dopes. It's impossible for everybody. Why is that so impossible? I I couldn't answer that. I mean, that is such a believable story, though. I've seen that happen to you and other people countless times. I don't know. And then and then the fact that they're just like, oh, all right, we'll get it. And, you know, it, it, I don't know if it, you- it, and it's not. It's not like, look, I called you guys at four a.m. when I was pretty pretty high, and I told you to do this thing, and I know you guys were sleeping, but I'm never going to say it again. So you should have remembered. Like I am literally <laughs> like when they're leaving for the house, I'm going, hey, remember. And then when I see them at the house, yeah. at the new house, at the old house, and they're walking out the door, I'm like, I don't. Don't bring it in the house. Don't you wipe it down. You wipe it down. You wipe, it's not like, oh, remember two years ago on Thursday, Adam loosely suggested. No, no. Adam stands next to you and goes, do not. Hey, Nate, listen, don't do this. You wipe it all down. You wipe it all down. And then I'll like go fucking upstairs, get a cup of coffee, and I'll be walking down to my car like 12 minutes later. And I go, you wiping everything down? Everything's being wiped down? Like, there is no such thing as one and done in my world. Mm. I can't. There's That's that's in, no way is there one and done. Like, I talk to everybody nine times. Not Nick Santora. Not DeAndrea. <laughs> Not good, not good, Matt. Not Kevin Hench. Not not, 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 the normal people. Not the f- smart people. Not the people who played sports or did the military or, or fucking have uh, fucking two brain cells rubbed together. But everybody else I speak to like a nine year old, like a constant, like wipe it. Is it wiped? Did you wipe it? Wipe it down. Wipe it down. Now, yeah, because Adam, look, you're you're a busy guy. You pay these guys to to do this because you need that. You have time. You need time to do whatever it is you're you're doing to make money. You need the peace of mind, not having to worry about it, but having to hold their hand through every single aspect of it, you're exerting energy doing that. And the task doesn't register. For uh, some my, reason, it just doesn't you, register. You know, like Lynette's, like Lynette's answer to this is like, fucking chillax. Like, what's up? Like, why are you on everybody? And it's like, 
Don't be I, such a I dick. want to relax. <laughs> I don't want to transfer shit covered with cobwebs and dust and dust bunnies and Cheerios into the new house. Like I, I literally don't want it crossing into the new house. Yeah, you relaxing is not on you. It's on them. Like they're supposed That's to what let I'm you saying. Relax. Like I'd love to relax. Yeah. I would love to relax. No one will let you. You won't let me relax. <laughs> I can't relax because you won't do what I asked to do and it's just a weird feeling like I'm I got this new big beautiful house and I'm bringing in a bunch of shit and it's got a bunch of cobwebs and dust and dog hair from the other house I'll just bring it into the new house yeah also there's this (laughs) other thing which is whenever I tell anyone to clean a carpet and they're done cleaning the carpet I'm like all right now let's revisit this get the hot water put the stuff in it emulsify, spray it down, whatever. Then I le- I get on my hands and knees and I fucking scrub it for two minutes and a bunch of black water comes back in the thing and I go, now redo it. And then they just redo it and it, it's a solution. The capture tank is filled with black water and I go, well, that's all the stuff from when you were done yeah. the first time. But we can redo this when I just come in and redo it or you could just do it and just fucking do it. Yeah. Weird, right? Like, And that is the default setting for everybody all the time, and there's no amount of conversation that ever fixes it. It's weird, yeah. right? Yeah. But not, now, right. it's, it's why... It's why the Kevin Henches of the world sh- shall rule the world. It's not because of his greatness. It's everyone else's abject retard- retardation. It's like how fucking... There's there's a combination that everyone else is horrible at their job meets super fucking lazy, and thus <laughs> you good at your job and motivated, yeah, you'll take over the world. That's why I'm just gonna tell my son like just don't be don't be my nephew just to fucking <laughs> all just be no, all you have to do is show up have a good attitude and be willing to work hard and you'll just take over the world. Yeah, the bar is so incredibly low now. That you just have to be average, and you shall conquer the world. Yeah, Adam's guy. Average is the, the new A plus. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> One page. All right. This show is uh, brought to you by uh, Geico.com. You can visit Geico.com. And Zycote. Oh, man. We love Zycote. Zybar is better uh, for better for engine performance, horsepower, fuel economy, and lower underhood temperatures. Zybar is the ultra-thin, high-temperature coating that reduces radiant heat by 90%. Put Zybar on, take heat off, learn more at Zycoat.com. Really good stuff. I think it comes in like four colors, but they'll custom make your colors well. Yeah. Just so much better than wraps. We'll talk about it in a few minutes. So uh, you were at the auctions. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot going on in Arizona. Uh, I went to uh, Barrett-Jackson and Gooding and RM. I uh, did not get a chance to uh, go to Russo or Bonhams. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, those three are, are kind of a staple for me when I go out there, bring a buddy with me, Tyson, and we uh, hit up all of those and and – if we you know if we plan things right, we can jump back and forth to a few of them. They're they're you know they're all within twenty minutes of each other. Give mm-hmm. Take so uh, went over to to RM and Gooding for the for the previews, and uh, then went over to Barrett, and then uh, walked the aisles there, the big salon collection over there, and then uh, went back over one of the nights to watch some of RM. 
um, I ended up watching a lot of like the pre-war car stuff, so it was a yeah. little bit more social hour than it was auction hour for me. Um, but yeah. it, was, it was a good event. I want to say between those three, just those three auctions, not including Russo and Bonhams, it's probably $220 million of sales. It's funny. Car auctions are sort of like one time for Father's Day. I think it's right on Father's Day. I took my dad to the Playboy Jazz Festival. I never do anything for him because he doesn't deserve it. But but you're like I, I knew music. A, I knew in. I knew a guy at the Playboy. I, I knew a guy at the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah. And he's like, I'll get you tickets to anything you want anytime. Okay. And I said, All right, my old man loves jazz, and we never do anything for Father's Day. So I'll take him to the Playboy Jazz Festival, which is going to the Hollywood Bowl is already a lot. Like yeah. It, yeah. So we went to the Hollywood Bowl and we went to the Playboy Jazz Festival. It's like a jazz festival back when uh, Bill Cosby was on top of his game <laughs> and he would like host that thing. And, yeah. And the, the jazz festival would like start at noon and like Dizzy Gillespie would be coming out at 9 p.m., you know, to close the thing. Okay. So you just kind of show up when you show up, yeah, you know? Yeah. And me and my dad like showed up at like two in the afternoon. And we watched like an hour and a half of fucking world music where like <laughs> 85 fucking people come in there in ceremonial garb yeah. and do a bunch of backup singing for like Paul Simon. And my dad's kind of old school and so am I. Like, where's the jazz? Yeah, where's the jazz? I'm not here jazz, for right? the fucking world music. That's yeah. bullshit. I want jazz. You know it's what in I mean? the title. And yeah, it's in the title. <laughs> and then after that, the next group, because they had like run groups, you know, they had like world music <laughs> yeah. from one to two thirty, yeah, and yeah. from two thirty to three. They had slick guy modern jazz, where like blonde guy in his late twenties plays miniature saxophone, another guy <laughs> plays keyboard with the strap around his neck, and it's like progressive fusiony, whatever. Yeah. And it's like we got like an hour and a half of fucking world music, and then an hour and a half of cool guy progressive jazz, and then. My dad like looked at me and he went like, uh, you want to go? And I was like, yeah. And we just left and we didn't see one fucking stand up bass and right, one, right. P- one trumpet, old trumpet. And it was like, we saw no jazz at the jazz. No jazz. Well, we saw jazz, but we saw the kind of shitty jazz that yeah, nobody yeah. wants to see. And so if you're, if you time it wrong, you could show up with the chitty, chitty bang bangs. Yeah. And, uh, then you just got to start drinking. Yeah. Well, that's the easy part, right? <laughs> that's the easy part over there. But you know, there were there were good events. Um, uh, you know, more no reserve cars happening at all the auctions, and that that certainly drives up drives up quite a bit of uh, quite a bit of sales. Um, some pretty cool things. You One know. of the biggest sellers was the uh, Ferrari two eighty eight GTO. Yeah. So if you love huge outside mirrors and snow tires and a lot of room between the top of the tire and the bottom of the fender, then that's your car, people. I'm telling you, I, I was I was giving that speech to Tyson the whole time. We saw this car twice, once at Gooding and once at, uh, once at RM. I've been on that car forever, which is it looks like a fucking 308 that's been breathed on a little. It sits way too high. The front end sits too high. The rims are very 80s. The tires, for some reason, must be some Michelin metric something because they look like all-weather tires. Yeah, they, they don't look crazy like, thick tread on They don't look like summer performance tires. And what they did to the outside mirrors, they just put an Adelief 
in the outside <laughs> mirror and jacked it up nine inches. The mirrors look like shit. The tires look like shit. The rims are not great. And the car sits too high. And those cars are three and a half million bucks. Do you want to know why, Max Zapata, those cars? And look, it's a, it's a turbo. <laughs> look, it's a it's a late 80s, mid late 80s car. It's 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 great. Uh, look, I love look. I sound like Chris Berman. Look, I like <laughs> I like Porsche. I like Ferrari. Everything's good. Why is this three and a half million dollars? It, it's not a three and a half million dollar car by any stretch of the imagination. It's, right. it's a mid 80s car, late 80s car. It's a GTO. It's a Ferrari GTO. So when these cars came out and when these cars were trading around in the 90s or, or the early 2000s, we were like, eh, it's a 80s Ferrari. I don't know. You want to get a Testarossa? Mm-hmm. Like, what's mm-hmm. what's the difference? You want to get uh, 348, uh, 355? Like, well, what's the difference? And the difference is no difference. Except for this one says GTO. Yeah, and there's and, only a, a handful, what, three or four GTOs in Ferrari's existence? Four? Four GTOs? Huh? Like, we're given the GTO title. I think there's the GTO from the early 60s that they made 34 of that are 50 million bucks a pop, mm-hmm. and then there's this GTO. And then there was there was a modern, like, 599 oh, or... Oh, or, right, or, right. Or, but or this GTO yeah. is the second GTO, and if the big brother's going to be worth 50 million bucks, yeah. then your $1.5 million Ferrari is going to be <laughs> 3.5. Yeah. That's what it is, because this ain't 3.5 worth of Ferrari. It doesn't even have a V12. Right. doesn't have a V12. <clears throat> Thank you for that information. <laughs> That's why you get the big buck. The other car that sold for uh, two one seven five is the five oh seven BMW. And I this hate one, this car. This, this one bugs me because it bugs it's the not, shit out it's of me. Not much car. It's the skinniest tire in the world. It's a V eight. It's a V8 BMW that's putting out like a whopping 131 horsepower or something. But you know, like, and and I know we've done this breakdown before. This this you know. The versus the the three fifty Lamborghini, you know this this car is I don't know three hundred and something made, you know uh, half an engine, <laughs> you know where where the the Lamborghini is twelve cylinder one hundred twenty made. It's just like I just don't get the math on. Another it. example of a car that sits too high in the fucking front. Your sports cars look stupid when the front sits too high. Skinny wheels, crappy V eight. Like literally no horsepower. I, I, I'm telling you on that shitty car, steering wheel. And I know everyone's like, it's two point something. What was it? Two point one seven five million dollars. You know, it's restored or all original. But you're telling me that if you lopped an inch off those front coils and then rolled it onto the auction block, just the presentation alone. That car wouldn't be two point three. It looks like it's leaning <laughs> you'd get backwards. You'd get another hundred thousand dollars if you just got it to sit right. It drives me nuts. Those cars drive me nuts, <laughs> and they're fucking gutless. They literally, we looked it up once. I mean, it's a it's a it's a V eight with literally a hundred and thirty horsepower. Yeah, it's gutless. Yeah, gutless. <laughs> that car makes you angry. It makes me angry because it's just a fucking stupid. Lo- what? Get a fucking bug eyed Sprite and drop a small block Chevy in it. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stupid. But what I'm saying is they didn't make a lot of them. They're pretty nice looking. They're not performance cars. The the tires are way too skinny and the engine is way too underpowered. Mm -hmm. That car cannot. 
that car cannot get to 60 miles an hour in under nine seconds. It cannot. There's no math that makes that worth. A fucking Honda Odyssey will fucking dust that car on a a mountain road. It's a two-seater roadster. It's supposed to be sporty. Right. Yeah. It's like, well, I completely get a 427 Cobra or 289 Cobra yeah, yeah. or, or a Sunbeam Tiger, but this ain't that. Oh, yeah. And for that kind of dollar amount, why wouldn't you get one of those instead? Yes. You know, they got a, they got a Tucker up there that sold for 1.6 million, but it was a color change. Mm. It's kind of weird because the original car was like a, like a beige kind of light tan and mm-hmm. not the coolest color in the world, but only like, I don't know, Four or five or six of them were made in that color, mm-hmm. and somebody did a color change to the blue. Mm-hmm. The blue's pretty, but in a world of Tucker, why not? Why not go all original? The blue's probably from the movie. Yeah, it so, looks great. It's a great blue. It's a fantastic blue. I am going to disagree with my co-host here and say, you know, the thing about an engine block being swapped out. You can bring down the pictures, Max Pat. You know. Once an engine block gets swapped or something like that, there's no going back. Mm-hmm. Uh, the color, you're 80 grand away from putting it mm-hmm. to whatever the color could be, and you could always do that. I'm sort of like, I'm. I'm sort of like this. Like, if you get a car and you think the fucking rims look dorky and yeah. you just don't like the stock rims on it and it's worth something, but you want to do, you get an Alpina Z8 BMW, and you're like, yeah. fuck those rims. Yeah, so like go over to rims. whatever, go over to our friends and have them make, make up a cool set of, yeah, yeah. of rims. HK. HRE. HRE. You go to HRE and go, make me some cool rims. And then you take your rims and you put a plastic bag around, trash bag around yeah, them, and yeah. you label them and you put them in the garage. And when it comes time to sell it, you either put them on or You'll you go, it comes, comes with the rims. <laughs> yeah. You'll find three. I'll of find them. three. <laughs> and I'll be asking everyone in the shop. Where's the fourth? Where's the fourth? <laughs> and then I always ask this question Do you think someone broke in the shop and stole one rim and they go no no and i go is there anyone back here that we, we don't know is back here and they go no and i go well then where's the other rim and they go yeah. we don't know no all no. right i'll tell you what you need though mm. you need geico then yeah <laughs> you're gonna need some car insurance yeah. for those rims for those rims you know everybody's got a to-do list you drop off dry cleaning you pick up some milk and now you can add save hundreds of dollars on car insurance to that list you don't have to pick up or drop off anything just go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. So if you want some extra money in your pocket, this is the most rewarding to-do you can do today. Check out Geico.com. Yeah. Modern supercars were kind of all the rage mm-hmm. at all the auctions, at, mm-hmm. at, at Barrett-Jackson as well. Barrett-Jackson loaded up on the modern supercars and... Uh, you know, Ferrari F12 TDF. I love that car. It's very aggressive. You know, it's a yeah. front engine supercar. Nothing better. You know, million bucks, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know what they were new, five or six hundred thousand bucks, mm-hmm. but they're a million bucks. And uh, I want to say Barrett Jackson and RM had a Lexus LFA Nurburgring edition. Yeah. And the RM one sold for eight eighty five, and I want to say the Barrett one sold for like nine fifteen. It's a good modern car. I think those things, I don't know, traded for six fifty like two and a half years ago or something. They're going up. I'd have that car. That's great. The only problem, Paris Hilton has one. Uh, well, they probably lent her one. Do you think she still owns it? I, I don't, don't know. I don't know. Your theory is. 
They put her in we cars, they take pictures, and... I don't know. Max Zapata, you can tell us if Paris Hilton, if you, you, you use the ultra web and you glean if Paris Hilton owns a Lexus LFA or she just gets one from like Beverly Hills motor coach or something and drives one around for four months and then gives it back. Yeah. Cause if she owns one, I'm out. Yeah. I'm pissed. I'm, I'm out. You're out too. <laughs> yeah. Now, as much as I love that car, I hate that car now. <laughs> Has anyone seen the uh, <laughs> latest episode of the grand tour? Mm-mm. I want to see that as per per That's, usual. Th- is that the muscle car one? They got the Mustang and the Camaro and Challenger. I uh, are you sure you want to see that episode? No. <laughs> <laughs> I had the uh, the super satisfying. I got AV Ed at the new house. He's yeah. he's doing the well. The TVs all talk to each other now, and they all are home run back to the home run. And then you yeah. have your own channel, yeah. and then Lynette has her own channel, and then everything's on everything, and everything works, and all that. And I'm sitting home having a little cocktail last night. It was like ten thirty at night. I was like, oh, Amazon. Oh, ooh, the grand tour. Ooh, the new grand tour is out. Oh, I want to see that episode. And yeah. I like, hit my button, and it says, you know, Apple TV, and you hit Apple, and then Apple takes you to Amazon. You click Amazon, up on the Amazon account. It's like, would you like to sign up for your Amazon account? Like, <laughs> what is your password? Like, oh, fuck, <laughs> god damn it! Like, why the fuck? Why is it? Why is everything need yeah. a fucking password? Yeah. How, why am I not signed up? Well, why you can talk to Ed. That'll say, all you gotta do is log in. I set no, it up for you. No, no, Ed does. Ed, Ed did the. Oh yeah, this remote was on all the TVs. It wasn't on your. And I'm like, okay, so we got it figured out. But. Uh, now I can't do you want log- all the TVs to talk to each other. I d- I do you want I your chocolate mixed with everyone's peanut butter I, over there? I don't know, <laughs> but I do know that if I see another fucking login and I have no fucking idea, I've never have any idea what the account, mm-hmm. what is the password. I we go to that Hammer Time auction site, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Hammer Price, price <laughs> and I was sitting around over the weekend like, ooh, how are all these auctions going? It's like yeah. hit it. Uh, would you like to log in? What is your password? And I go, yeah. I have no fucking idea what my password is. I wish they would call it Hammer Time. They should. <laughs> Hammer Time. Hammer Time. <laughs> so uh, I went with Matt. Matt figured it out. And I got onto the, the website. Also, I get a lot of like, I get thrown off of websites. Yeah. Like I do a lot of, oh, I'll just hit my Sonos button. It's like, would you like to join Sonos? Like, <laughs> I joined it. I fucking yeah. join it every two weeks. Like, what is your website? What is your address? Yeah, yeah. Like, how can I just sign on and just stay on? Like, why am I getting thrown off yeah, I, all the time? I don't time? know why it's you as well. I just put the Sonos speakers in my, in my place, and uh, I've been using it every day. Never once got kicked off. Well, this is why it gets worse. Oh, my God. The uh, Ford GT Heritage Edition, 533. My mm-hmm. God. And like four of them sold. Yeah. At, at, at Barrett. Wow. Now, how do you wrap your head around the Heritage GT Ford uh, Golf livery? The Golf livery on that car. It's a little obnoxious on that car, I must mm-hmm. say, for a guy who's in a building. With it on the front. <laughs> Some um, places painted that color. How do you, it's weird on the GT. How do you figure out 77 actual miles goes for 460? 288 actual miles. This is a, the Heritage Edition. So 77 miles, 460. I'm rounding around. Mm-hmm. 
288 miles of the Heritage Edition goes for 495 and 3000 miles of the exact same car goes for 533. Yeah. That seems queer be- to me. Because of the lot numbers. The first one everybody's in they want to buy the car and the first one up there goes for the high dollar 533 because there's more guys in the room bidding. Mm-hmm. And then one guy's out cuz he bought it. Mm-hmm. And the other guys are getting nervous going, "Oh, the low mile ones are going to go for more money, but they've reduced the amount of bidders in the room." Mm-hmm. <laughs> or go, yeah. You know? And then the last guy's like, "All right, I I'm going to buy it, but the other guys already got theirs." And yeah, you're right. Why isn't the guy who 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 paid 533 for a 3000 mile one? Why isn't he pissed because the guy paid 462 for the one with 77 miles? Right. Just the order that they're in. Right. All right. Uh, let's see. There's a lot. There's a lot of interesting stuff. Um, a McLaren Senna sold for one point four five seven million dollars. I want to say, <sighs> if you're on the list, bless you. If you're on the list, they were like a million bucks MSRP, about a million bucks. So it's already gone up four hundred so grand. So yeah. Um, so it's gone up a bit. I'm. I like that a split window resto mod sixty three vet went for three eighty five. I like that the Gone in 60 Seconds, Eleanor, I don't know if it's the one. It's one of the ones from the movie. Went for it, 385. Yeah. I like, as a guy... The recreations were, at, were going for like 150. Yeah. As a guy who is... As a guy who's messing around with taking a Z car or taking a, a 911... And kind of resto modding it, although mm-hmm. I wouldn't use the word resto mod in a weird way for the Z or the 911, but yeah. doing a, building a SEMA car and doing a bunch of cool stuff to it. And who is sort of staring down the barrel of putting in 150 grand into each vehicle. I like the notion that if it's, if both cars are done really well and you pick the right materials and the right colors and the right whatever, everything, yeah. that there's, potentially 300 or 350 grand worth of automobile when the dust settles on the buck 50 or buck 75 you just poured into it yeah and and that was a big thing the 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 customs the hot rods the rest of mods whatever you want to call them um the well done ones were really starting to pull some money you know dave kindig cars pulling quarter million bucks you well know? dave kindig sold like a 21 <laughs> or 23 window bus for like 250 yeah, a few a, a few years I mean, ago, a Mustang that he built years ago pulled like over two hundred thousand bucks, and uh, uh, you know you still get up on that car and you're like, wow, the craftsmanship is still amazing, and you know even after now we've got all the three D printing and more CNC and all that stuff, but uh, yeah, pulling good money. Uh, you got the Paris Hilton LFA story. Yeah, so this is um. And this is uh, what everyone's been saying. So in 2012, her boyfriend got her the uh, Lexus LFA, um, and then they broke up the next year. But her financial information leaked online that year, and it shows that she took over the payments um, after they broke up. So she ended up paying $5,600 a month for 60 months um, for this car. She loves it. She's posted herself on Instagram, and it's saying... One of my favorite reasons to be back in L.A. Love driving this baby around. Such a fun, fast, sexy car. And then uh, the next year, she got a McLaren 650S Spider. 
So she likes the she likes the supercars. She likes the supercars. Maybe yeah. I've turned the corner on Paris Hilton. Yeah. Maybe I want an LFA now because she appreciates the LFA. Although I, I like the idea I, she took over the payments. I kind of yeah. dig the boyfriend where he's like, here's the car that I put $2,000 down on it. <laughs> and uh, when we break up, you're, you're, getting the, you're getting the payments on this thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that works with cars. I bought you a new car. Like, how? what do you do? Like, you'd put like, uh, a twenty fifth of a bow on the on the roof of the car yeah, when you yeah. pull it in, like, hey, douche, <laughs> you put the fucking bow on. That's my yeah, car. Yeah, that's it. That's it. What do you do? And hey, also, I do got you-, you an engagement ring. Now you just send fourteen hundred dollars to Zales every month, and in <laughs> you sixty short months, that baby's going to be yours. <laughs> That's right. I ordered it. I had it made. You could pay for it. You can't buy someone a car gift and then have have payments. I mean, well, if he, if they broke up, I mean, I'm sure he doesn't want to be. Well, that's why he didn't pay for it all up front, I guess, right? Because he's like, just in case this goes south, you know, yeah. uh, I don't want to be in it for four hundred grand. I want to be in it for you know ten grand down and five grand a month. Mm. Yeah, he made the payments, so he. Puts it down. He makes the five fifty five fifty six hundred buck a month payment on the car, and then nine months later they break up. Yeah. Now he's in a weird zone. Yeah. By the way, who is this guy? He's in the auto fifty six hundred dollar a month payment. I and also she could write the check for it, right? But she's a little on the fence with, you know, committing. <laughs> I don't know. No more looking. More, no more looking that up. We we also have an update on the big bus now. Max Apata told us what we you got. got so who reached out to you? Dave Koontz reached out. Yeah, our so friend, Dave ABC Seven. We right. ABC Seven. We see him at all the, all right. the car events. We he go interviews to. me. Great guy. Yeah. So he writes, "Hey, I heard Adam talking about the huge movie vehicle that sat outside Jeffrey's shop on Cahuenga near Barham for now, you, decades." You, you said. He said I was wrong. It wasn't the big bus. And yeah. then I thought about it. And then what did I yell out? You go, oh. And then you stopped me. You started. Mm-hmm. You started going. Hey, 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 stop talking. Hey, so, so you wouldn't talk. <laughs> it was that car from Damnation Alley. That's right. Right. So the letter continues. It was not the big bus, but a futuristic sci-fi vehicle called Landmaster from the 1970s movie Damnation Alley. Actually, and then uh, the takes a big man to admit when he's wrong. And a bigger man to admit he was fucking right upon reflection. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. And you're right. It was never you that. You could be right it was, twice. It was always the damnation alley. Yeah. That's right. Mobile. Yes. Yeah, and actually, yeah. the uh, the bus from the big bus was much, much larger. Yeah, it was big. And uh, and it actually seems to vanish after filming. Nobody knows what happened to it. The bus Cyclops? from the big, big bus, they just, I, I guarantee those things get fucking t- t- torn apart and used for scrap and stuff like no one gave a shit about or it's in ron pratt's garage yeah, this bus the, the big bus uh um they called it cyclops because of the uh, singular headlight in the front it would uh it actually was road legal and everything too so it was a stupid movie and uh that thing is huge yeah i bet uh jeff dunham he, he might have that. Ask, it. Ask Dunham. Dunham's probably been on the fucking trail of the big boss for like nine years. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a whole dossier he pulls out. Oh, yeah. He's got people on it. He's got teams. He's got, he's got people on it. He's got like 700 grand invested guys, into it, the investigation. If you're not laughing, look up Jeff Dunham's car collection yeah. and then get back to me he, with the laughing. He's such a sweet guy. He's such a nice guy, but he's got an interesting car collection. It's eclectic. Yeah. Uh, they're cars for guys who don't like to drive cars. Yeah, but he does have a Ford GT. 
the six, the two thousand five six one, and mm-hmm. then the GTX uh, one. I think that was like the the Targa version of it. That was the aftermarket one. He's got one of those. Yeah, I wonder. So he's got uh, one of. We each. love him. I'm busting his chops. He's got an <laughs> a- a- Amphicar too. Yeah. Um, I think he's those, got the Batmobile though. <laughs> I think those cars went out. Does he have the real Batmobile? He's got the uh, like one of the real movie Batmobiles. Yeah, he brought it of, in one time actually. Yeah, the I drove problem. In it. The problem with <laughs> Star Wars or, you know, the Batmobile or whatever is it never feels quite satisfying when someone goes, oh, he's got one of the lightsabers that were used, like one of the one of the <laughs> mm-hmm. one of the watches, one of the lightsabers, one of the Batmobiles, like one of the Eleanor's, like one of the. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's cool, but it's not quite as good as having the car. You yeah. know, one of well, the. Yeah. Adds and- a little. Mystery. And, and th- that's an interesting point. When I say he has one of the Batmobiles, I meant from the various movies. I don't know how many hero cars were in that particular oh, movie. Right. He has, he has, yeah, he, has, he doesn't have 60s Batmobile. He has like ni- 90s or Yeah, 80s yeah, Batmobile. he's got uh, like a Tim Burton Batmobile. He, he bought the car from like Paramount or Warner Brothers, whoever owned it, and made it street legal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he I've drives turned it around the corner down. on him and Jeff. <laughs> And, uh, uh, Paris and Paris Hilton. Gosh, they're both, that's a hell of a car cast. They're both enthusiasts, and I look <laughs> there up There it is. Them. See? He brought it here. <laughs> there it is. Crazy. Uh, all right. So uh, you can look up his collection if you like. Um, yeah, so the Damnation Alley was Jan Michael Vincent and, like, I don't oh know, George gosh. Papard or something, or maybe it was even Ernest Borgnine or something. I was like... It was Jan Michael Vincent. Who was in it? And it's like, it's back when they needed a special vehicle. Yeah. Jan Michael Vincent and Ernest Borgnine did Airwolf together. Yeah, I know. It wasn't Airwolf, though. It was... George Pepper, Dominique Sanda. Wait, George Papard? George Papard, yeah. Yeah. Peppered. Dominique Sanda. <laughs> you ever watch A-Team? Oh, Fucking A. You ever watch Breakfast Go ahead. at Tiffany's? Who was in say? there? Uh, Dominique Sanda, Paul Winfield, and Jackie Earl Haley. Oh. Hmm. Damnation Alley. No, uh, Jan Michael Vincent, huh? Oh no, that was a, that, you oh said he was that in there. So, oh, yeah, George Rappard. Yeah, it's George Rappard. Yeah. yeah, from uh, A Team. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. It's insane that uh, Jan Michael Vincent is still alive. Right. Because he's well, been he, barely. <laughs> no, but it, it's 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 insane. Was he in some kind of terrible accident? He's like that and drugs and stuff like that. But what I'm saying is is, um. When you look at people that are like gone, mm-hmm. like um, Bill uh, Pullman, no, not Bill Pullman, Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton, yeah, yeah. Bill Paxton's dead, right? Bill Paxton's Why? been dead for like two years. Yeah, he shouldn't be. He shouldn't be. He's he's from Weird Science and all this good twist yeah. tornado and all that shit. Like he's great. Yeah, he's dead. Jan Michael Vincent's like actor from the sixties who's like drugs and. And, and acts motorcycle accidents oh, yeah. and blah 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 blah. Lived and he's literally edge. just been like Jan Michael Vincent in the year two thousand was a shell of a wreck of a whatever. <laughs> why? Why is Jan Michael Vincent still alive and Bill Paxson? Look, don't get me wrong. I want them both dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, actually, I mean, the- don't get me wrong. I wish you were both still alive. Yeah, so, but yeah, like, why is Bill Paxton gone <laughs> yeah. and Jan Michael Vincent still alive? You mentioned 2000. In 2000, Jan Michael Vincent violated probation for his prior alcohol-related arrest by appearing drunk in public three times and assaulting his fiance. 
All right, so that was 2000. But nothing you said there surprised me at all. Yeah, if you said that about Bill Paxton, I'd be like, what? Do you know this? His, uh, his right leg was amputated just below the knee in 2012 after he contracted a leg infection. And uh, yeah, he now walks I didn't up know that. Limb. How old is he now? 74. Why is he alive and, and Bill Paxton dead? He's obviously a survivor. I mean, <laughs> the, the, guy, the guy could have died a million times with all these accidents. All and, right, and you diseases. put together a Jan Michael Vincent versus Bill Paxton dossier. I'm going to get into <laughs> it on, on, on ACS because I need answers now. Yeah. I need some answers. <laughs> you, know, right. you know why I think he's still alive? I think Jan Michael Vincent moved to Malibu in like 1972 or something, and you you live an extra 14 years if you just moved to Malibu. And he's he's got to be in the same place forever, right? He bought a place for <laughs> I 250 it, grand. I bet it's on pure blocks. You know, it's just <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let me tell you about uh, Zycoat many engines like my BRE Datsun 2000. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that car, but I'll tell you what I don't like. I don't like when they take the intake and the exhaust and they put on the same side of the engine. Yeah. All the heat just comes right off that exhaust manifold. I'm going to call it a header. Yeah. It's a header. Because you're thinking race car. That's right. And it's right under the carbs and all the heat just comes off of that. You, you can put a heat shield on there. Eh, that's going to help a little bit. You can wrap wrap them in like a fireman's hose (laughs) (laughs) but but those were your only two options in the past now or you can do the ceramics but that's real expensive now there's zybar the diy high temp coating that reduces radiant heat by 90 percent resin based polymer formula withstands temperatures in excess of the engine environment that uh that uh cost uh one one third of the amount of uh, ceramics, which are really expensive, and you get all those excess temperatures underneath there, which just affects everything. So if you coat that header, you save, man. And mm-hmm. I think you do your intake as well. Single application Zybar to your manifold or exhaust system or headers or whatever we're talking about there controls heat, resulting in higher horsepower and torque. Carcast listeners receive a 15% discount plus free shipping on all of your online orders. Just enter promo code CARCAST when you purchase Zycoat, Z-Y-C-O-A-T dot com. It's really good stuff. We've seen it demonstrated. We interviewed the guy. And um, I think you could probably get like four colors and then maybe even a custom color as well. All right. Uh, Connecticut, Foxwoods, February 8th. Adam Kroll's unprepared with stand-up as well. And then Boston, Wilbur Theater. I'll be doing stand-up on the 9th. Adam Kroll's unprepared, taking ping-pong balls and reading them off. Matt's come out to one of those shows. They're blown away. They're fine. Stand-up for the first eh, 20 minutes, half hour, and then we'll go into that. Uh, Peterson Automotive Museum, March 10th, everybody. We're doing an ACS one-year Sorry, 10-year anniversary. So check that out. Road Hard on Tubi, T-U-B-I, TV.com and stream it for free. Shift and Steer, you can listen at Podcast One and go check out our Facebook, Twitter, and the website, CarCastShow.com. So, yep. until next time. Out. Oh, and say hi to Laura Ingram at Podcast One. Does a great pod over there. Until next time, Adam Kroll. From Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea, saying... Keep the air in the spare and the bag of the wheel. 
For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. We'll be right back. 